Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. Here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time. Now, we are coming to you from Quinn's Lounge Room. <laughs> Shout out to meth and crackheads. Some legend ran into a power pole and wiped out the power to the, not only the studio, but the entire street in Gladstone. So... Here we are. And it's fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You fucking asshole. Hopefully they're alive and, you know, well and everything like that. But you really made a cunt of the start of the day pretty much. Yeah. Didn't they? Because we had to pack up the entire studio. We've set up in Quino's fucking uh, lounge room, like we said, and, and here we are. Very grateful we don't have a guest on today or flowing. Uh, flew in. Yeah, that's right. I well, think thing of the positives here. Yeah, that's yeah, right. exactly. So, but here we are. I don't know if it's a bit echoey or something like that, but hey, this is fucking better than nothing, and we're showing up. This is us showing up. We could have, we could have quit. We could have went. Oh no, we just won't do one this week. But we fucking show up. So, here we are. Um, cracking into a better beer. Go rip into one today. Jogging a can, winning a tin. Um. Guys, Patreon. So thanks again to everyone who signed up to our Patreon. You guys are directly supporting us um, and we really appreciate it. We've been talking about um, doing a Q&A soon, so a question, you know, question and answer sort of thing um, on Patreon for you guys. It'll give you a chance to um, ask us any questions you have and for us to answer them. We're just sort of figuring out the best way to do that, so we'll confirm that in the next um, next week or two. Yeah. I think it'd be good to give back to you guys a little bit and let you have your sort of say or ask some questions. Um, now, the last Trendsetter episode, there was a big fucking call out from the Knuckler about this boxing event, the Podcast Royale. 
What a circus it's been. Holy. <laughs> Behind the scenes has been chaotic the last sort of week, but we've settled everything down a bit and give you a bit of an update on what's going on. We're all throwing the gloves on and having a crack and this thing is going to happen. It is. Pretty much. We haven't booked in a date or anything yet. It'll be towards the end of the year. Um, But there's a lot of people involved and we've actually lined up a fair few fights. We put a video on our Instagram that Curb tagged us in from Two Flogs and it sort of explains what's going on and we're saying if there's other established podcasts out there that want to get involved in it, I think it'll be a great crossover bit of, you know, exposure and uh, content. So sort of reach out to the two flogs and give them a message if you're keen to get involved. Um, but Surely it's the uh, first podcast fight night Oh, I think ever. so. Surely. So. Well, the, well, the industry's not really that old. You know, no. especially sort of in Australia compared to other places. So I think I don't think this thing, sort of thing had happened before. But um, I just want to say, like, we should probably announce who we're fighting. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to be... One thing we do know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to be fighting Big Klutzy from Bloody Brilliant Beers. A um, couple of Besser Brick Heads to fucking, you know, cop each other's punches. So, And I'll be fighting Gibbo from uh, Two Flogs Podcast. Buster's... Yep. Co-host. That's right. And as everyone knows, Quino. Big Moose. Yeah. For myself. Moose. That's yep. right. <clears throat> Two of the most placid human beings ever. So mm. it'll be interesting. Hopefully just fire up a bit when the gloves are on, mate. That's right. <clears throat> um, But yeah, boys, so we're, we're proper into training though. Like st- start and wait for me. I w- got the scales and everything and um, I'm starting at 102.75 is what I'm uh, weighing in at. So... Klutzy's fucking 120 plus kilos, so I'm giving up height, weight, reach. He's also a plumber, and as we know, <laughs> as we know, plumbers pave the way to Aussie boxing. So I'm relying on Ticker and Ticker alone to get me over the line here. But I'm fucking quietly confident I'm going to rip in to training. I'm flying in at 90 kegs. 90 kegs. I was trying to get it out of Buster this morning. He reckons Gibbo's 90, 95. So yeah, if I could somehow lose 10 kilos, I'd be pumped. Yeah. What about you, Quino? How are you going, brother? <coughs> um, so I sit. This is interesting because I sit around the same weight as Klutz. Yeah. But um, so Moose has thirteen kilos on me. Yep. But I'm taller than him. Yeah. Right. So it'll be if he cuts. I'll obviously I'm aiming to lose ten to fifteen. Um, it just depends on whether or not he commits and cuts too. But I do have reach on him, so it's interesting. It's one of those things too that we'll have to suss out because we're gonna we're getting a promoter involved. This is going to be a legitimate event. It's not mm. going to be a cowboy show, as much as it sounds like it's going to be. Um, but like for example, I want to train and probably lose ten kilos. But if Klutzy does it, and he weighs one hundred and fucking twenty still, I've, I wonder if I have to sign like a waiver to be like, yeah, I'll yeah. That's it. what I wanted to know. Like, does it have to be half a match up? I think so. Like, I think you have to sort of be similar. Like, I think I'll be all right because it's up around that 90 kilo mark. I'm like, they wouldn't let Dars versus Klutz happen. No, I don't think so. No. I think that's a bit bit of a joke. So it has to be, rel- like, you know, some sort of weight, I think. Yep. Uh, even if even if I have to just hold dumbbells while I weigh in to be over 100 to fight him or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, swallow <laughs> a heap of sinkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wear steel caps. Fucking, you know, there's ways around it. There's ways around it. And, mate, look, I'm going to plant myself in the guts of Aussie Bluen mm. here to give myself, like, I'm going to get stuck into the culture. I've got a few secret plays up my sleeve that I'll let you know at a later date. But, look, I, I hope fucking Klutz is going to put in a bit of effort here. 
Because, like, I'm going to come out like I've slept in and missed half the incoming tide. I'm going white and fishing for the day. I've missed the tide. There's half a metre left of yabby bank, and I need to get as many yabbies out of that gun as I can. That's how I'm going to be coming out, just pumping yabs. I'm going <laughs> to get up like I do most days and fucking roll over to my phone and turn it off, do not disturb, and see a hundred fucking messages and drama. Mm. Yeah. That's how I'm going to come into it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Fire Here's him that. up. <laughs> Tackling few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so the training and Cornerman, we've lined up Reese Evans. Previous guest on the show, he's made his pro boxing debut. Um, he's been into it since a young fella, and that legend is going to train us and be in our corner on the night. So um, between us and the Reggies lads, there'll be five of us sort of training and mm. hopefully utilising him. So big shout-out to Reese for fucking saying that he's going to help us out there and, um, and stuff like that. Uh, it'll be good having someone who's actually knows a bit about it on the night as well, I think, to fucking calm us down a bit or tell us what we need to sort of hear in between rounds and stuff like that. I mean, it's a hard thing because I really want to watch the fights. Yeah. But you, if you're coming out next, you, like, you have to put a TV in the green room or... Yeah. Surely. Oh, because that's the other thing too. I'm, I sort of hope I'm early on in the card so I can yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoy it. But anyway, that's, that's okay. part of the putting the show on, isn't it? You want to... And I think this is good for everyone as well to get a bit of fitness about us, have something to work towards because it's something that we haven't really done properly or followed through with on the show. Like, remember you and I said that we were going to do that half marathon, which still fucking haunts me that we didn't do that. I still got head noise. Yeah, so it's one of those things that this is something that I want to put a bit of effort towards, get fit, you know, have something to work towards and show people that you can fucking give things a crack. Yeah, that's right. If something falls through with this event, we'll be punching on in the car park or something. Yeah, that's right. We've got to do it now that we've all fucking said we're going to. But there's a lot of logistics to get sorted behind the scenes. It's a nightmare, but it's going to happen. We're fucking definitely going to get get it going. Um, so getting the diet sorted, though, boys, what are your what are your approaches on it? Like, what are you going to do as far as diet goes? Have you got an idea or anything like that? I definitely would. I'm going to do the carnivore slash just veggies and salad and try to stay away from fucking bread yeah. and pasta. Yeah. Haven't you done carnivore before? Can yeah. You? Yeah. 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 I, I finally, I had about three goes at it and I only did it once for a month properly. Okay. Mm. Did you shit heaps? For the first two weeks. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. That's where the weight loss comes in. Mate, I'd love to, I'd love to do that if someone had it all sorted for me. It's just... I think it's oh. better now that you're home. Like, it was shocking when you are working away. Oh, fuck. That would have been nearly impossible. It was fucked. When you were working away. You pretty much fasted, ate some jerky and had a steak at night. Yeah. So that's why you lose weight because you're just yeah. doing your high-protein snacks fast, mm. drinking black coffee. Yeah. What about you, Quinno? I'm going to run the same strategy I did when I went off the piss at the start of the year. So yep. I'm going to intermittent fast, um, have an omelette at one. Ooh. <laughs> and then the omelette. Yeah. And then, um, See, I reckon that's going to fuck you, the omelette. <laughs> Anyway, it'll take the dog out of me. Yeah, and then um, yeah, just fruit, veggies, high protein dinners. Yeah, because if you're training heats, we you need food. Yeah, correct. You need energy to burn, and Mm. um, definitely just cut back on piss. Even though I've been doing pretty well in that department anyway, because that's just you know calories. Yeah, sweet. That's Mm. gonna be my biggest downfall. Mm. I go away for two weeks over fucking Northwest, and that's just going to be drinking. Yeah, right, yeah. all the fight. Oh, well, that's why you just drink better beer, mate. Fuck all. Um, fucking oaf. Carbs. Oh, zero carbs. No, fuck all calories. 
you know? Well, the message said, you just don't have to drink as much. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> over there, you average about Good half idea. a carton a day. And you'd almost be off yourself if you didn't drink over there. I'm drinking through this whole thing. Look, it's mm. three two-minute rounds. I need to be fit enough to throw hands like a Southern Cross windmill for fucking that long. I'm not fighting 12 rounds against fucking Manny Pacquiao. No, I think a month out, I'll fucking really cut it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I think uh, on Friday, so the last day of the month I ate, it was my last night on death row. Because mm. I was like, I'm going. So what are you doing? What, I'm, I'm going on the man shakes. Um, I have one man shake at about 11 o'clock. And then I've got a portion size of nuts measured out, which Beck did, that I can't believe would keep someone alive, but apparently it does. Um, <laughs> and then I'm just going to eat a normal dinner. Now, when I say normal dinner, I just mean like proteins and veggies and shit. I'm not going to eat bread. And um, once a week on a Friday night, I'm going to have a cheat night. Yeah. Because I just think, fucking, it just keeps you yeah, looking forward to you'll that. You'll go thing. insane otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. So, and like I said, three two-minute rounds. I want to put some effort in, but I'm not going to be fucking ridiculous. Like, you know, it's not like I'm fighting for a world title. But, um, well, I suppose it sort of is. Podcast world <laughs> yeah, title. That, yeah, that's right. Heavyweight. But, um, yeah, so that, that's sort of my approach and what it's going to be. But, um, yeah. The, the missus has grubbed me, though, boys, with the diet. Mm. So normally, like, we've never had dog's eyes in the freezer, right? She, missus does the shopping, so I just get what I'm given. I don't whinge because she's done, doing the shopping. I hate it, right? So she does it. I never whinge that they're not there. Day one of the diet, I open up the Tucker Box freezer and here's a full packet of dog's eyes. <laughs> at the top. That's staring at me. And I'm going, why all of a sudden, when I'm starting this, we have a packet of dog's eyes? A pot packet of fucking cheese and bacon pies in the freezer. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do? Do I give them away or fucking, you know? Because the missus is good on her. She's starting a bit of a eating thing when I am now as well, which makes it a bit easier too. It's different if the missus is just hoeing into shit while you're trying to eat healthy. So good on her for fucking having a bit of a go with me. That's but, what's the sitch up with um, mine and Cass on the cook. So oh, whether she likes it or not, she's eating, she's eating fucking healthy. Yeah, all good. I think it's good. I think... The thing She'll be comes... begging me for a pasta in fucking a couple of days. Yeah, begging daddy for a pasta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, the thing that pumps me up the most about it all is talking to all the boys who are involved. Everyone's, like, keen to fucking get a bit of fitness about them and have a crack. Yeah. I think it will be good as a whole for everyone, you know. Oh, so definitely. I just don't want to pump it up too much early on. It's in fucking later in the year. So I don't want to do this big noise now and it all fu funnels out. Like, I want to fucking actually make it a thing. So we're just confirming it's definitely happening. We're keen. We're actually all three of us going to the boxing gym tonight for our first session and signing up. We are. So we are, we, we are signing up. But, yeah, so that's pretty much boxing, unless you boys have fucking got anything else there. But that's that's the plan. Watch out, Moose. Yeah, well, Quinn just fucking firing <laughs> shots. <laughs> well, I've heard, Cam, too, that Gibbo's actually a cyclist. Yeah, cyclist. Yeah, bit of a runner. Yeah, runners all right, but the cyclist. Oh, I wish I wish Klutz was a cyclist. I'd fucking bury him. Oh, <laughs> you know that'd be my motivation right there. So there's that'd be mine for you, bro. Just picture him just riding in the middle of the road at fucking twenty k an hour when you're late, and you'll punch holes through him. 
This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, another little bit of admin here, guys. So the horse name. We put the poll up in the group on Friday on the Facebook group. And fuck me, there was an absolute landslide in there for Yabby Pump. Just which, steaming out in front. Steaming! Which I was I was pumped about because that's been our favourite and one that we want. There's so much good stuff that can happen out of corn at Yabby Pump. So every single person bar three voted for Yabby Pump. There was three votes for Hoya and no one voted for Trendsetter. So I've just got to let you know the process in which happens here because all we can do, all Pulse Racing Group can do is put in the three names in preference. So obviously first preference will be Yabby Pump, second preference Hoya, third preference Trendsetter. It goes to them and it's up to their... Um, the board. Yeah, up to the board, the Racing Group Australia or whatever to approve it. Fucks me why they wouldn't and I hate the system. I feel like you should be able to put one in at a time and they either say yes or no, but that's the system. Pulse Racing Group will do their best to emphasise how much we want Yabby Pump to be the name, but there's only so much they can do. So that's where we're at with that, guys. Thanks for helping us out. And, um, yeah, we'll keep you posted with any updates we got when it actually – when he starts getting broken in and shit like that. So that's where we're at with the horse. And, yeah. But, um, boys, it's been chilly. It's it been is. fucking cold. For central Queensland. Now, settle down, all you turbos from down south. I'm not saying where I live is colder than where you oh, no. live. Fuck no. I'm just saying it's cold. And it's and it makes me laugh, this sort of thing. It's like a – it's a competition for some blokes, like who lives in the coldest place. Oh, I reckon it's like, more hot. You bump into those lads. I think it's everything. When you talk about hot, you go, oh, I should have seen when I was a fucking carafa. Yeah, yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, 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 as soon as you say it was hot. But, like, the same thing here. Like, when you say it's cold, I might go, fucking minus seven at my joint the other night, mate. So I go, okay, Taipan, you want a medal or a Mickey Mouse badge? <laughs> yeah. That sounds fucking shit, you know? Because, <laughs> like, people always give a stick about, oh, you're in CQ, what are you talking about? It's like, well... If it's zero degrees or three, that's still cold champion to me, you know. If I've got to put a jumper on and it's cold outside, it's okay. It's still cold. But you're right, hot as well. It's like anything with blokes, isn't it? You get the blokes who are like, oh, yeah, fuck. Just have to one-up you. Yeah. Old two dicks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Old three chooks. <laughs> I've got a better fucking scenario. Yeah, that's right. So um, listen, listen to ours. But I, uh, I love winter, though. Rugging up around the fire, I'm all about it. And, mate, you just fucking, you just went camping, didn't you? Yeah, went out to Canyon Gorge, mate. It was fucking a ripper. That we had a few beautiful. fuck ups, but. Um, Did you? We rang the, oh, we checked on the website the day before because they normally do wood fired pizzas out yep. there. Anyway, because the lady said, oh, I didn't want to book his in because there'll be plenty of room on the non powered sites. They must have, like, sent a notification out to everyone that had booked to go and get your pizza orders in early. Oh. And anyway, we rocked up the next day, got there. No one's brought food for dinner because we just bought, like, chicken wraps for lunch. Oh, because you're going to do the well, pizzas. we do the wood-fired pizzas. And then, oh, straight up, we're at capacity. Oh. So, yeah, we had to fucking go back into Monto, buy a pizza, um, pizza pan or whatever. It wasn't a stone. And go get a heap of stuff. And it was, like, uh, 10 or 5 to 12 or something when we got back into Monto and everything closed at 12. <laughs> so <laughs> we were about to be doing a bit of hunting and gathering. Yeah. But, a bit um, of stealing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, she's cracking spot out there. And that proper was winter. I had an awesome dog's eye, actually. Um, 
I don't know what it is. Shout out to Picky's Pies or something in Monta. Oh, yeah. I think the business is for sale. But mm-hmm. it was a cracking pie. Yeah, Picky's Pies and Pastries. Nice. And fucking one of the best pies I've ever had. Prime. What what sort of pie did you go? It was like um, a steak, bacon, and cheese sort of one. It was yeah. prime. It was like one of those ones where it had you couldn't believe how much filling was inside of it. Yeah. Like there was no gaps or anything like that. It was just. You're getting your value. Yeah. Like, she was like, um, I don't know, no, I won't say that. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that's fucking that's good, bro. Love running into a good dog's eye. No, nah, she's cracking spot out there. Fucking that dam is down a fair bit, but yeah, right. Compared to a few years ago when I was out there, I've never uh, never been out there. Is she the old? You're allowed to have fires and everything like that. At- yeah, yeah, fires in the fire pit. Um, yeah. they do like um, there's three in ground swimming pools there. It, like, it used to be a big four. I forget what the name of it is now. Like obviously new owners or whatever. Yeah. But um, and then you do the wine tasting in the arv, and then the wood fired pizzas. But we had to go back and cook ours on the Weber, which yeah. still worked out all right. Well, that's okay. I suppose with a fair few people cooking them on the weather Weber, it'd take a fair while to feed everyone. That'd be the only thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Once you had the cunt heated up, but she was good to go. Yeah. We were turning them over pretty quick. How? I can't believe how many fucking um. How the, Kangaroos are that tame. It almost pissed you off because they're like trying to eat off your tables. Well, and I saw stuff a like picture that. of one. I thought you might have been at like a petting zoo or something like no, that. No, that's just a campsite. Holy fuck! Yeah, there's ones with like joeys in there and they're getting grumpy and little kids and Mia's trying to run up and pat them mm. and it's getting grumpy and yeah, you're trying to be pushing a... the ruse back. Yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty wild with the little kids. You don't want to get a big horse in the face or something. Eh? Went down to the bird watch and got shot on, cracked the shits <laughs> and walked off. <laughs> Oh, let's go down and watch this bird watching fucking first two minutes. Laura you got Keat, shat on. Laura, Laura Keat landed on my head and then shit down the back of my head. It felt like going back for getting the air rifle. <laughs> yeah. And I was also lazy. My other fuck up was um, didn't fix me dual batteries, my C-Tech charger. Mm. And I uh, thought I'd just run my normal battery. And I'll put the fridge on the night before we left and then it was good like that day and everything. But never started my car after lunch. Oh, no. Sunday morning. Yeah, so I had to go march down and borrow some jumbo cables and get going again. Yep. So that just pure laziness caught me. Yep, caught you off guard. What's your thoughts on the um, – because I've seen some camping joints that reckon no fires, and I'm like, what's the fucking point of camping? That's right. Like, I'm all about the fire pit thing. Like, if, if they provide fire pits and it's like, hey, only in the fire pit at your site, I'm I'm all good with that. Because I hate the idea of kids standing in fucking fires on the beach and stuff like that. But camping is not camping to me if there's no fire. Nah, that's right. I just think so many people have ruined it for other people. That's why they close it down. Oh, I, und- I understand that, man. I understand that people fuck everything. But what I'm saying is it is not camping for me unless I have a fire at night. No. Nah. You know, what are you doing? Sitting around a torch. Fucking. That, that's our biggest thing. Everyone's question when we're heading out to Northwest because you're not allowed fires out there. But I'm like, you don't miss it out there because you you set up that much that you're fucking all watching a movie or playing cards and stuff like that, and you're all underneath um a big area, so you don't even miss it really over there. What a, I what thought a, I'd miss it. I'm like, oh, how's that? How fuck's that going to be without a fire? But that scenario definitely what's, not. What's going to happen over there? Is the fire going to just run right over Northwest? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say. I'd say so. That's a joke. Anyway. I'd say there'd be a heap of islands that don't do it anymore. I reckon there'd be people with fires over there. <laughs> oh, nah, that... nah. Nah? Nah. 
Fuck, every place I've ever been to that says no fires, this <laughs> has been a fire. <laughs> well, they have the groundskeeper that lives on the island. Yeah, man. right, so he'd probably see the smoke and come tearing oh, mate, over. Oh, should be the biggest fine ever, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, that's good, mate. You got into a bit of camping. Oh, well, um, it's good to get away. I, uh, the that news... was fucking cold out there. Yeah, it would have been. What sort of degrees do you reckon you were running? Oh, five, but we left my place... And it was six degrees that morning, so it probably came in that Saturday morning. Yeah, man, that's what I mean. It was cold at home for where we live. Like, you sort of walked outside and went, ooh, the old cold bit's coming. Because the new fire pit, mate, come at the right time for me, and it's been getting a fucking hiding the last couple of days. Like, And it's one of those things, I don't don't mind the fire pit. Um, When it's real cold, cold, I like it on the ground because you can sort of sit over the top of it, where this one's up a fair bit. Sort of probably starts at knee height and goes up more for the kids. Like, I don't want the kids to be able to just go up and lean into it or fall into it or something. So you sort of got to make that compromise and and have it a bit off the ground. But um, So the feet get a bit chilly, but Ugg boots, bro. Fucking happy days, mate. I've I've been getting stuck into my Ugg boot work. And in my opinion, if you haven't got a set of Uggies for winter... Do yourself a favour and have your life changed. Like, it is prime they getting steaming around outside and your feet are warm. It's, uh, it makes a big difference. But no, I had a nice relaxed weekend, man. Like, Saturday night, sitting around the fire at home, footy on, nailed a little multi. We just missed the one that fucking we did. But I nailed one of the Cowboys thing, which, you know, it's just a little thing sometimes. Just sitting back, just going, yeah, nice. Got one there. I got a couple of... Um Good win on a horse actually on the weekend. Yeah. Because the reception wouldn't load out there. I didn't realise I put it on twice. Oh. And it won. Yeah, it won. Yeah. And I'm like, nice. refreshed. I'm like, oh, get fucked. Yeah, nice. Well, there's a little win. Yeah. Isn't it? Fucking good stuff. But Sunday, boys, I had the most manly day on Sunday. Got stuck into me man work. So I was fucking UFC, waged up, walked, uh, woke up, sorry, and UFC was on in the morning, straight up. So I woke up and chose violence. Fucking, um, <laughs> you know, I've been trying to watch as many of the cards as I can that aren't like pay-per-views or whatever to try and see who the up-and-coming fighters are, yeah, like some right. of these lads who are coming through. So more for having a little punt, like when you put these multis on, you might have seen someone fight before and you might see a matchup that you go, actually, I remember watching that cunt. But before that, I'd only know the big names, you know, so. That's right, and you go, oh. The, he's really good at submissions. Yeah, exactly. And so I wouldn't even know who his name is. So I'm sort of trying to do that as much as I can, but Sean Strickland getting a great win over Namagamedov. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, it was fucking prime. He's a <laughs> Mate, he's a wild personality to have in the UFC. Eh? He's like a real old school bloke who just loves punching on. Yeah. What was that interview with all those girls he was doing the other day? Mate, yeah, oh, mate, yeah. He's, he's, very, he's very controversial, but he'll just say what he thinks and – um. I think he's the perfect bloke to test up-and-coming fighters on, like all hype trains and shit. You know, like he's he lost to um, Alex Pereira, but look what Alex Pereira's doing. And he's just that level where it's like if someone beats Sean Strickland, then they're fucking the real deal. Yeah, that's know? right. So, no, that was pretty cool. I really enjoyed watching that. It's like Dana goes, I'll take you serious if you can get this done. Yeah, I reckon he'd put him up against him and go, hey, this bloke is like, in the top ten and hard as fucking nails. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to have someone like that there, I reckon. Um, I think he's headlined the most non-pay-per-view fights. I saw some stat there. Like, he's the bloke who's like – he's like the rung under but a proper performer for him, you know. Yeah. So he's pretty good. Um, but 
I went to cut some fucking firewood, bro, and the old boy had these big hardwood stumps. And he's like, mate, you can fucking go and split all them up. And I'm like, yeah, brother. So I took <laughs> the young fella in, bought a fucking proper wood split and axe. Yep. And he had a sledgy out there and um, got proper stuck into me work, like splitting a couple of big hardwood stumps, like bang, hit her off, get the sledgy, split them. Knock them through. The young fella's sort of sitting back and I'm like, yeah, watch this, mate. Got into that. So I got the fucking sweat up there, split all the timber, fucking proper good burning wood as well. And, um, you know, chucked the footy on when I got home, ripped into a few beers, cooked steak for dinner, and then watched the Aussies take a 2 0 lead in the Ashes. Now, normally when it's on overnight, I wouldn't like stay up and watch it, but this was like going down to the wire. The Poms were putting up a great last fight. Ben Stokes was getting right into it. I was up till like 1 a.m. watching this thing finish. Oh, late. Yeah, like last night, man. Just because it was a proper like finish to the fucking game, which was great. Um, I was steaming around the lounge room at midnight, like silent screaming at the TV (laughs) and shit. It was fucking good. Um, So, yeah, an absolute ripper Sunday in my eyes. That's a perfect Sunday. And looking at that game. Trendsetters group, fuck me, people are ripping into the old smoke and meat and shit. It's awesome, eh? I, I just think when I was sitting there around the fire, watching a bit of footy, having a beer, and I just scrolled through that, and everyone's like, what are you doing, boys? Post up a pic, everyone else around the fire, and then it's almost like you're having a beer with the lads, eh? Oh, definitely. Like, I just think it's a real cool way that sort of thing's going, and, you know, it's a good, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's getting good. It's like a reset day, isn't it? It always has been, a bit of a rest day before you start the week. Yeah. So. Just a bit of a reset for the brain and the soul. Yep. You know? Um, But, yeah, it was a fucking – it was good, man. It was real good. I think after – because I've had a pretty hectic couple of months when it comes to going away and Bucks trips and big three days and shit. I think just me being able to be at home and just be around my family and do that sort of shit without having much on has been great. You know, I think it's been a good reset for me personally. Yeah. So, and then having this thing come up, the fight thing – getting a bit of a, um, you know, fire in the belly to get a bit fitter and train and stuff. There's just this new sort of lease on life for me and I feel like I'm keen to get fit, you know, because yeah. I've, I've, I've knew for ages that I've been a fat fuck like I am. That's, that's legitimately what's going <laughs> yeah. on, you know. So this is finally a bit of motivation for me and just me as a person, I wish I was more self-motivated to just go for a run and go do this just because of no reason. But just me knowing myself, if I've got something that I've committed to and I'm going to rock up and turn up and then do the work and got something that I've booked into, that's that's where I'll fucking, you know, go a lot better. And at least now we've put it out there and you just can call me out if I'm not fucking, you know, sticking to it and losing weight and shit. Yep, just keep that discipline. That's right. And I think us keeping each other accountable as well now. Like, we, that's why there's no way I was letting you two fight and I wasn't going to because I'm thinking, fucking hell, am I supposed to keep accountable and fucking, you know, train and shit like that? <clears throat> so, um, boys, I went to the mall with the tribe on one of the days there, one of the days off, and I can guarantee I unintentionally ruined a bloke's day. Yeah. So, we're walking around the mall with a coffee, right? And it hit me like a freight train. So we've all established that I don't think I'm lactose intolerant. I'm just warm drink intolerant. Like if I have a warm drink, I'm shitting soon, you know. So, But I thought, oh, well, there's a shit around them all. Anyway, I have come steaming into the shitter like a freight train. 
And old mate comes walking out with his mop and all his cleaning stuff for the second last cubicle about to go into the third. <laughs> and I've met him face to face. We looked at each other in the eyes and I just gave him the nod and he gave me the nod and I steamed in and I'm going, is this bloke going to just fucking keep cleaning this shit next to me or what? Because I'm about to go. And it was a day where it was pretty quiet. There was no one else in the fucking... Room, there was no hand dryers going, there was no shitters getting flushed that you could hide a big spray in. So, I'm thinking, right, I'll give you five seconds, champion, to, to exit the room, or if you want to be stubborn, you can stay in there and cop this. And he just didn't move, so I unleashed what I can only describe as hell and let him know that his hard work had just been reversed in that shitter. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, it's just one – I just hope it didn't get him down too much, you know, and he pushed through the day after that because you just got to keep showing up, bro. We all have to push through the shit sometimes. So – but I can just guarantee you he would have just shook his head and went, fuck this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, can you – you know, like just this black come shuffling in. He was squeaky clean too. He nailed it. Put a lot of effort in. And I appreciated that. Yeah. But what, I was, what was I supposed to do? I feel like saying, mate, let me destroy that one you haven't touched yet. But no, no, he's just he he chose that, and um, but yeah, I just it just brings to the point that I don't oh, reckon you ruined his day. Oh, ruined, yeah, ruined it, eh? Like it was a quiet day in there. <laughs> but it brings to the point. I want to ask, what have you done to unintentionally ruin a bloke's day? Have you got anything off the top of your dome that you can think about where you've just... Fuck, I wish I had time to think about this. Oh. Well, I think because I, I want to put it as a clip. Like, let us know what you've done to accidentally ruin a bloke's day or a chick because I think it, there'd be so many good ones there. You know what I mean? So I think we'll we'll put it up as a clip. Some people can fucking let us know what they've done and then you can have a bit of a I ran up too. the back of someone that ruined their day. And oh, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful one. I've probably done it numerous times at if you're not having a go in life, you probably haven't ruined anyone's day. Yeah, you got to ruin someone's day to get shit done sometimes, you know. Or you tell, like, um, someone thinks the job went well back in the mines or and whatever. And you got to let them know that it, it just didn't. It just did not happen. <laughs> just completely fucked an hour after they put it back together. There's yeah. so many scenarios of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good right. job on that rebuild. But, hey, you forgot to put oil in it. Yeah, heaps of times like that. So I just think they'll, like, ring in with some yarns because I reckon there'd be so many of those sort of situations, eh? Just yeah, fucking... definitely. But, uh, yeah, I think we should switch over to a segment that we missed last week but we need to get back to, and that's uh, Cooking with Daddy. Cooking with Daddy. Cooking with Daddy. So what, do you, what have you got for us, mate? Have you been firing much up? Mate, I've had a pretty busy week, but I... Mm. That's why you have the pellet grill. I'm telling you, people, you can use it. It's even easier than I reckon than firing up the fucking barbecue. Definitely turning the gas on. Yeah. But um, yeah, just done reverse seared fucking tomahawk. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Fucking cannot go wrong. Yeah. And then I yeah just done the old reverse sear on the in the butter in the cast iron pan. Yeah, beautiful. So is that what do you get it to that steak before you put it into the? I never check temperature. Yeah, but yeah, I right. just I just know by I go eighty degrees for at least forty five minutes, and then I crank it up to a hundred for like another fifteen. Yeah, right. And then 
I can sort of, yeah, just press and feel it. And I'll yeah. go, oh, sweet. That'll be about probably two minutes to three minutes each side in the cast iron pan. Already had that heating up. Yeah. Mm. Like, I should have used the barbecue, but I haven't gone and get gas from um, another episode you'll find out about yeah. and things we did in the future. But, yeah, got no gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had to go inside to use the um, pan. Yeah. But, nah, cannot go wrong. <laughs> Smoke tomahawk is... Probably one of my favourite fucking things ever. Yeah, for sure. It feels like you just turned a already $60 piece of meat into $150 piece of meat. Yeah, it's good stuff, isn't it? We've done one out there before too and it's great stuff. Like you can't really go wrong, honestly. Well, you never knew you could just transform something into being way better. Mm. Oh, 100%. That's another one. Like I'd probably chime in here and go, um, I'm getting a smoker for my birthday, August. I've talked to the missus. We're going to line up one and I'm going to get one. But at the moment, I haven't even got one. But when I did, I used to love doing the old pork belly burn-ins. They are great. And they're just one of those things like, like if you don't have a whole day to to put towards having a go at the smoker, I think it's a really good one for just a short time. It's like a perfect after, UFC snack. Yeah. Like after, if you've just got like four hours, I think, if you put four hours aside, you can pretty much prep and have it ready to go and eat. You yeah. know, like you cut it into those cubes. What would you say? A couple of inch by a couple of inch cubes. Yeah. And then fucking put them in the put them in the smoker on the tray. Oh, well, season them like in your rub, whatever rub you whatever want, rub yeah. you want. Put them on the tray for like a couple of hours, I think. I thought um because you told me this, I stuffed up. You actually just put them in on the grill individually. Yeah, like individually on the rack. Yeah, sort so of thing. Let so that go for a each, bit. Yeah, and they film like a crust on the outside for a couple of hours. And then what you do is get an alfoil tray, get them all out, put them in there. Brown sugar, honey, and butter, and mix that all in together. Put alfoil over the top and put it in for another hour, and that just fucking caramelizes and gets right in amongst it. And then you take them all out again and you put them on a tray individually and cook it uncovered for another, like, probably half an hour, and it crisps that fucking sweet shit on the outside, mate. And Yeah, whatever barbecue sauce you want to add. Yeah, smother it. That's right. Smother it in barbecue sauce and finish it off like that. And, mate, it's a fucking... Um, it's good, Tucker. It is fucking great. Great stuff. Like, not good for you. Probably not good in fight camp. But, no. you know, there's those things where you don't have a whole day to do a brisket and the satisfaction out of it's pretty good for three to four hours around the smoker, you know? Yeah. So I reckon yeah, there'll be a few exciting um, segments for this coming up because there'll be a bit of health, yeah. a few other things. I remember we bought a juicer a few years back. We got right into the juicers. Yeah. So I might be able to do a few more of them. Fucking Yeah. I think for me, like this is why I do this sort of thing for me, right, with the eating thing. The man shake thing, the nuts. It's not exciting, it's shit. And I'm not a nutritional person at all, so I probably don't know what I'm doing. But I need something to look forward to with food. So me not eating that much through the day means that I can at least have a decent, like, nice steak and fucking veggie sort of thing to look forward to. I wouldn't cope well if I was eating fucking chicken and rice for dinner. No, no, that's right. You know, I need to look forward to a good meal. Have you ever had the um, the old apple slices in that peanut butter? Like the healthy peanut butter? No. She's fucking a goer. Is I, it? I want to get back good. onto that. Yeah, <coughs> I've done that. Yeah, you yeah. rate it? Yeah, yeah, with um and bananas too. And bananas, yeah. 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 Mm. Yep. Just like, yeah, if you just cut an apple into slices and it just, instead of having a boring apple kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah. a bit of peanut butter with the protein and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Mm. I think that's where sort of I'm at with the... Like, say you do your man shake and yep. then you could have 
instead of you're over the nuts because you'll probably mm. get over them in a few days or a month. Yeah. And then you go, right, I have a bit of apple. Well, that's where I'm at now. Like, um, if I'm going to have, if I need to eat something else, I'll have a bit of fruit with, like, with the nuts that I have, I'll have a bit of fruit. Like, everyone's probably going, oh, yeah, fruit's got fucking heaps of sugar in it. And rah, rah, rah. Yeah, but do you know what it doesn't have in it? Macca's cunt. And that's what I was eating before. <laughs> so everyone... That's dead right, mate. So everyone going, oh, me, me, shut up. What my whole thing is, is I'm just not eating KFC, Macca's and shit. And I'm going to be better for it. So I'm, that's why, disclaimer, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm just letting you know what I'm doing. And everyone's <laughs> body's different, eh? Like that yeah. kind of oh, actually, it does work for me. I can see myself drop weight quick. Yeah, when man. I, when and I go and do, do it. And that's like this thing for me. I am really not that hungry before lunchtime anyway. So for no. me, eating is a joke anyway. I have a coffee and I'm sweet. My body isn't saying fucking eat. You know, yeah. So I think it works all sweet, and like we said, there's going to be people who are right into this screaming, going, "You blokes don't know what you're doing." Yeah, we know. It's just that metabolism, <laughs> mate. Like mates that are skinny as fuck, and they get proper hangry if they're not eating like every mm. hour, or at least something in their mouth. Mm. And I'm going, if I did that, what would you be the biggest bloke? Oh, already in. <laughs> bloated mess. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so that's, I, I'm looking forward to it as well. Come up with a couple of dishes that we fucking like that are half decent for you, you know? A couple, couple of good smoothies. Mm, that's right. Let's go. I'm fucking pumped. Um, right, let's cross over to the newsroom at Quinn's Place. Newsroom, <laughs> <laughs> newsroom in the lounge room. In the casting couch. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's right. I can blow bubbles. Now, I've got one here that I want to kick things off with, and it's a bit of a laugh. I was actually stumbled across Channel 9 and on the news um, last night, actually, before the cricket started. Mm. And I don't watch normal TV, so it was actually a bit of an eye-opener. There was a bloke on there who was a storm chaser, and he was over in wherever, and he was proper, like, driving at a tornado, and, there, and everything got wiped out, and they're like, oh, he's so lucky to be alive, and... What are the like the the footage that he got from it and that? Is that the stupidest thing on planet Earth to do? Yeah, unless you're chasing big waves like a pro server. But they're getting something. They're riding yeah, that gets, wave. Yeah, that's right. And getting like that out of it, the surfing. Like, what's he getting out of it? Is he not just like dying? Taking, taking footage, that, or just like, is that his thrill? A media bloke, or is yeah. It? Well, he's like he's taking footage of it, but it's just him, and he's a storm chaser. Like, that's his thing. He chases storms. And I'm like, but where's the satisfaction not dying from it? Yeah, or the adrenaline what's the probably, I don't just, know. You know, because I'm thinking, like, if my kid grew up and said, Dad, I'm going to be a storm chaser when I grow up, I'd be going, who dropped him? <laughs> <laughs> because fucking hell, man, what's the, like, big wave surfing, you're getting that riding the wave out of it. I can um, just see the thrill, like, how excited surfers get when they go, Right, I fuck. There's gonna be a big swell in WA next month, and they fly out to it. And, yeah. like, and they track it, and they go, "Oh no, it's not gonna be as good as it's gonna be." Or yeah. go on, hang on. If we just go a little bit north, it's gonna be even better. Yeah. So I can see that, but yeah, tracking down a tornado just to drive into it and be like, "Wow!" Shout out to Twister, but because that was a great movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is fucking real. It'll tear your fucking car in half. 
You know, like obviously good on them for giving everyone something to watch, but I just actually thinking about that as a thing to do, I'm just going, wow. It's like, oh, Cam, you know, there's a fucking huge um, cyclone happening at fucking Yapoon. You want to head up? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Actually, that sounds prime. Let's go. Run your own race, fellas. Yeah, that's right. It was just something I picked up and went, fucking hell. I just, it just blows me away that the storm chasing is a thing. I actually do have a news segment, but I don't know. What's yours first, Queen? Because it might be that. Right. I, I reckon it might be the same. <laughs> so this was um on the news yesterday. We're recording Monday, so this was on the news Sunday. Yeah. Australia has become the first country to legalise psychedelics for depression and PTSD. So this is pretty huge. Really? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> approved psychiatrists can now prescribe MDMA to those suffering PTSD and shrooms for depression. So... Um, they'll have to obviously be with a therapist during certain treatments, yeah. but it's, it's fucking, it's on. It's pretty wow. crazy. Yeah. Do you get to pick your therapist? <laughs> MDMA. I wonder if it'll be that purple shit or the real ooey gooey. Like the ooey like gooey. <laughs> you know, the icky sticky. Cause mm. it, it was the, um, marriage counseling, love drug, MDMA. Yeah. Hey, so, it'll so, work. What, so what are they saying in PTSD? You, you just start feeling the love and. Yeah, well, have you listened to, I don't know, Rogan got this guy on twice and he's like the biggest sort of frontier for it in the States. Mm. He's got like that big sort of research foundation thing and he's like, yeah, it's for like for veterans especially that have experienced that sort of stuff. I don't know how MDMA heals you. It's just, I feel yeah. like it's a temporary fix. <laughs> so so is heaps of drugs though. That's right, yeah. That's like any prescribed medication, same as all the fucking Panadol, Nurofen, it's a temporary fix. Saying that MD yeah. make but like, shouldn't you get um, like the more depression from coming down off MDMA? Or it's is it cool. pretty pretty well, clean I stuff? Think like that, I think that's why it'll be a, a dosage prescribed thing. Like you can't just be like the doc's not going to be like, yeah, dude, just smack four caps. The way it'll I fucking sort you. <laughs> way I see it is that with the therapist thing you're mentioning is they're going to give it to you for that, so then you'll open up and talk, and maybe you'll have a better mindset the next day because you got all. Out what you were struggling if with. If that's what they're doing, sign me up to therapy, brother. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak. Imagine that. Here, mate, have this. Wait 30 minutes and come and tell the yarn. <laughs> Fuck me. I'd be conducting an orchestra. Mate, you'd sit down and be like, I love you, man. <laughs> I fucking only just met you, but I love you. It's saying that it could help trauma survivors face memory. So I think Cam's on the money with what he's saying. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it's, it's one of those things that apparently word on the street if you is if you have heaps of it in a weekend, it makes you feel bad afterwards. So, like, yeah. obviously it's a... <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously it's a thing where you got to... It has to be a, a dosage sort of thing and that, but that's pretty wild. Because well, the, the cannabis thing's pretty much a... Anyone can get that now if you are prescribed it by a fucking doctor. Like, there's so many ways and it's becoming a lot more normal. Accessible. Well, Accessible. Like, it's got to be a laugh when people go, oh, ketamine ceremonies and shit like that. Like, hmm. I don't get that. I reckon that you're just using and abusing. Like, yeah. What are you, what's that healing? Ketamine. Ketamine. A horse's pain, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> yeah. Know, I don't know. But anyway, whatever. If it, well, we don't have Google, do we? Do you know what? If fucking it, Google. Fucking, it. If it helps someone... If them having a What's bit of What's the results MD? of a ketamine's um, ceremony? Because that, that's not what we're saying here, ketamine. No, no, no. But I, I just keep mushrooms. hearing about it. I went on a ketamine ceremony. 
Yeah. yeah, but they're the fuckers that don't want plastic straws. I found a packet in my old camping box as I was getting ready for Ooh, camping. Did you? You naughty boy. But they were the um, oh, the flexible ones, you know, they oh, brrr, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, a bit shit. But I'm still going. I just want to wrap my lips around it. Oh. <laughs> just feel it on my lips. Just want to drink a cup of water out of one. <laughs> Getting the same sort of um, verdict of Ket as to MD and shrooms, it just like helps trauma and depression. Yeah. Which is, does it? Like, it's pretty crazy. But mm. Mm. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see um, how it goes. I might go do a ceremony with um, Yabby Pump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the stable. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's do it. We'll go through it together and see how he's going to run. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> as owners, we should experience that with our horse. My um, news thing is a very sad one. Uh, former guest we just had on, Troy Candy, some cunts burned. Oh, his yes. Wrapping <coughs> um, warehouse. Yeah, yeah, his business. Business. He's, yeah, burnt it. And there was a big, like, you could see at the front. They the just A-frame. Do you reckon that's, um, I thought that might have been the fire brigade. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure, man. Yeah, nothing's been too, released too much, but that's very sad when someone's worked hard fucking... To yeah, build a oh. business and people just want to, yeah. Well, just Blow literally it destroyed it. Destroyed it. And it's one of those things, you can like someone, you can not like someone, but that's fucked, man. Yeah. Mm. So I really hope their name gets um, drawn, oh. to, drawn to everyone's attention. Who, well, who did that? he said before that, like, he's got a big enough community that, um, you know, he's sort of found a lot of things out using his following and that. So I reckon he's a well enough connected bloke that whoever did that, it's only a matter of time before you get found. And yeah. um, that's mm. a pretty fuck thing to do to anyone, man. And so, if any of our audience knows anything, yeah. reach out. Let's help a brother out. That's yeah. fucking shit. 100%, man. And he's, he's definitely like one of the hardest workers we've ever interviewed. Yeah, yeah, like all the shit that he's, yeah. that he's got going on. And like I said, there's all rumours about shit, but that bloke, we met him that day. He was a genuine lad that fucking we met. And I go off face value meeting people and mate, he seemed like a good bloke. So I just think of everything like we've built and then I think of like excavation, stuff like that, and then having everything you've worked gone. so hard to, gone. Just burnt. Fucking oh gone. Fuck no, it'd be, it's a head fuck, man. And I hope, uh, head up, brother. Hope you fucking... Working through it all right. Yeah, that is, that is pretty wild. Um, one last thing, boys, before mm-hmm. we move on. Uh, UFC 290 this weekend. Oh, I haven't yeah. been this pumped for a card in a fair while. we got the Aussie boys fighting, and I'm with them all. Jimmy Crute, Whitaker, Volk. Let's fucking go. I am pumped. It'll What's your prediction pumped. for Volk? I reckon he'll win by points. All right. I'm going to be that cocky. Because he's going down a weight to defend the belt, eh? Well, he's at his normal weight, yeah, at featherweight. At featherweight, yeah. yeah. But he fought Islam at the one-up. I reckon he's going to go in and she's going to be all over in one round. You reckon? I reckon he's going to make a statement going, fucking, let's yeah. go. I, I that, think... that or it's, it's not going further than three rounds. Yeah, right, eh? I, I just see it as a demolition. I just feel like Valk will just work his angles in and out and just fucking win every round easily. That's that's my thing, but I would love to see him. I think he's he need well he doesn't need to at all. But I'm like I can feel like he's just going to go in, rush him, get it done, yeah. and just go 
Remember, well, that, remember who I am. Well, that's definitely going to be our fucking multi this week. Is is something, something to do with this card? Yeah. So I think I want to. I would love to ride that. So I think that's definitely got to be a part of it. Yeah, you know. But no, I'm I'm so excited, man. I'm keen to see Whitaker in there too. I feel like his name's getting left out of all this shit. Yeah. Where oh, you got to remember. Apart from Izzy having one over him, who else? Who else is better than Whitaker? No cunt. Yep. So all this shit getting talked, I think Whitaker makes a statement too. I reckon he fucking belts his dude. Yeah. So keen to see that. Dan Hooker, I'd love to see him win. I Fuck really man. like him as a bloke and a fighter, man. I'd just love to see him have a good win, you know. But um, And Jimmy Crute's actually fight. Remember the dude in Perth, how it was a draw? Yeah. He's fighting that bloke again who's oh, built right. like a fucking fridge. Fr- yes, yes. <laughs> Remember he struck really well against Crute? But Crute got him on the ground and yeah, dominated him there. So, so they were fucking yeah. So it's inter- it'd be interesting to see this fight, knowing we've watched it before. Which approach they take? I reckon Crute will definitely be trying to get him onto the ground um, a bit quicker than last time because that's the only way he sort of brought it back to square. That big fella man was just landing bombs. So. I, know. I hope they hurry up and release the fucking tickets. I want to be locked in knowing I'm going. Oh, this September one. Yeah, it's September tenth or whatever it is. Mm. No, nah, me too. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but we'll keep fucking posted. Yeah, that's pretty much what all I got, boys, with the news. Unless anyone's got anything else in the news segment. Good good call, Cam, about Troy. I completely forgot about that, so. No, mm. uh, yeah, struck back in my head. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, that's right. It's no good to see. Yeah. Um, I saw a couple of Unreal quotes the other day that I want to share. Now, these weren't, like, I'm not going to play them. I'm just going to read them out. But the first one... Um, Trees don't hang around with grass even though they started in the same place. So I think that one was pretty good because it doesn't matter where you started or where you're from, you can achieve anything that you fucking put your mind to. You know, because I think a lot of people think that because they're from a certain area or have a certain family or certain mates that they can't do shit, fucking bullshit. That is awesome. You, You fucking can start wherever and make yourself whatever the fuck you want. Especially in this day and age, man, there's so many opportunities for you to fucking to hook in. Francis Nagano is a perfect example. The old Sam Mind, a fucking heavyweight champion of the world, yep. the UFC. I think there's heaps of cool stories of it, man, but I can guarantee you that that's a big factor in why a lot of people think they can't do things, you know, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's because the people around them haven't done anything. And exactly. Then their ideas get shut down and you're meant to just go around in this circle of life. Exactly. And, mate, believe in yourself, especially if you're passionate about it. Even though you'll run into people that doubt you and laugh at you, remember this, and I've said it before, bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. Yeah. It's a fucking unreal quote, man. And just, just fucking run your own race, champion. And um, that's pretty much all I had today, man. But just pretty much fucking go and give something a crack. You know, if, you, if you're passionate about it and you like it, go give it a crack. Yeah. You know how people go, um, don't uh, push everyone out and just focus on yourself? I'm like, who can actually fucking do that? That must be pretty hard. I've been thinking about that a lot recently. I'm like, I can't, hey. Like, you... I don't, I'm not, in my position where I'm very social and hmm. got lots of friends and care about my friends. But, yes, um, maybe like this boxing thing's going to be great because I need to pull my head in yeah. and do something. Mm. But I'm going, that's harder 
harder to do. No, I think, like, we've said that before as well, and you hear quotes saying, oh, just cut them out if they're no good Six for you. Six months, focus it's, on yourself. It's more of a thing where I think if someone is toxic and they're bringing you down in a way that's fucking pretty full on, I think that's when you have to limit yourself from them. Like, yeah. I think a lot of these turbos that you see on the motivational clips have no mates at all. They're not interested in having a social life. Where I think we're, like you said, we're very social people. I love my mates and yeah. having mates around me. So I think it's more of a way of limiting yourself um, from sharing certain things with blokes you know aren't interested, you know, like instead of just whenever saying just cut all your mates off, that's ridiculous. No, that's what I couldn't get my head around because I'm going, I get off phone calls and I'm pumped. I wasn't mad about it at all. And the next minute my brain's just firing again. Yeah. Well, I just love hearing... Mate, I love asking like, one of my mates, what are you doing, bro? Or what are you like yeah, what do you yeah. got going on? And it might be something simple as, but it, just having that conversation with someone and showing interest in what they're doing, you know, it's, it's it takes a fair bit. Especially that's something that I've learned too, is that like I've got a lot going on, but I've got to remember someone else might have a lot going on in their own way too. So you've got to stop and ask them how they're going. You that's know? right. It's not always about fucking yourself, so but, no, it's a big one. Like, I hear, like, Goggins and fucking some of these people carrying on, and I'm like, I really do respect those people and the grind they put in and who they are as people, but I'm like, I wouldn't want to be like that because, in my opinion, they're going to get to whatever age they are, fit as fuck, but I'm like, have you had any fun, bro? Yeah. Like, as I in- guess if your mindset's right and that's the way you do it, but fucking, for personally, for me, and I reckon a lot of people out there, just keep doing you. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, it's all good to have the motivation and the giving things a crack and that, but you still got to fucking enjoy what you like in life, you know. Don't just change who you are as a person because fucking Goggins are saying, stay hard. Yeah. You know. Like I said, full respect to Goggins. That bloke is a fucking Oh, animal. I love him. Yeah, yeah me too. It's you just... need people like that in this world. Yeah, that's right. Definitely <laughs> in the army and stuff like that. They're the ones protecting your fucking yep. country. But, no, it's a good point, though. Like, when we say cut people off, it's only that thing where you go, people who are making you proper down, you know? Yeah, toxic. Yep. Um, Hey, something that isn't toxic, like we said before, the trendsetters group. Now, we said it a little bit before as well, and I love seeing the legends chucking up what they're cooking on the weekends and shit. Like we said before, around the fire, what you're doing. It almost, it's, it's like you're with everyone else sort of thing, but you're fucking sitting around a fire maybe at home. You know, and it's a good way of like, I think it took me a fair bit to realise when I f- first had kids that i got to be comfortable with being at home, having a fire and making some stuff for myself to be happy with. Where back in the day it was like, well, what are the boys doing? You know, yeah. what are the mates doing and needing to go do something? But creating that bit for yourself where you're happy in your own space at home, I think once you get that sorted, you're pretty right, eh? Yeah. You know? Oh, Definitely. And I think it was just cool seeing those photos of everyone else doing the same sort of thing. Like, I had a fire going, I had the footy on. Oh, mate, was cooking a fucking roast over his fire. He had the footy <laughs> on, the kids in the backyard looking after them. It's like everyone was doing their own little thing, but we were all together doing it. Like, it's pretty special. Yeah, everyone's in a different part of their life. Hey, beforehand, it would have been like, where are we going for a Sunday session? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Now it's like, well, boys, thank fuck, I finally got a weekend at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a couple, there's a fair few things I want to share out of the, what some legends have put in there. So Jason said, uh, people, I'm going dry July. I'm at 98% of people saying I can't do it and I'm only paying $1.05. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know what, I'm going to do it. 
it will be hard because I spill more than what some people drink. I'm doing I'm doing it because I don't feel 100%. Any other brothers or sisters doing it, we can back each other up. So I think that's fucking great because, like, I love getting on the piss and I do drink a bit. But if it is not making – if you feel like shit and you're starting to lose control of it, maybe it is a good idea for you to give something like this a go. Get off the piss for a month or something like that. And there is a heap of people in that group who are doing it. So, you know, get a mate, keep yourself accountable and give it a go. I did it the other – however long ago for a month. And, mate, it's, I think it's good every now and again. It's good, but it's shit. Yeah. Like I, I like, I like drinking responsibly – it's something that I enjoy in my life. It's a pleasure that I'm happy to admit that I'll probably forever have a beer or have whatever. Um, but like this guy's saying, it's not for everyone. So run your fucking own race, champion. If you feel like it's doing you no good, stop doing it. One thing I'm learning in life is um, people are drinkers and people aren't. Yeah. Like the force of going, why aren't you having a beer? Or why aren't you keeping up? Or whatever. People are different. Yeah, exactly. Like the young mentality is like, let's get written off, fucking, let's get on the tens. And do you know that, like at the parties, how many have you had? How many have you had? Oh, yeah. I've had this many or whatever. It's like, who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah. That's Just right. chill out, run your own race. But no, I think that was pretty cool though. So if you are thinking about doing it or whatever, just fucking do it. Uh, this is fucking great. Now this, this bit kept me... Just fired me up a bit and made me laugh. Uh, Andrew put a thing. He said, righto, trendsetters, give me the tightest things you've ever seen people do. Just went to Coles and watched a bloke take his fruit and veggie out of the plastic bags to weigh them. <laughs> Got to be the tightest thing I've ever seen. That's great. Yeah, it was awesome. Now, these are a couple from the comments that I thought were fucking great. So Craig said, my best mate's old man. Brings plastic bags to all our piss-ups and bags up everyone's leftover ice at the end of the night to take home to save oh, buying more next time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How good's that? Dude. Chris said, uh, a bloke I know got banned from several servos for setting up a chair and after each person fills up, he runs over with a jerry can and gets a few milli out of fuel out of the hose that's been paid for but doesn't make it to the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's sometimes um, a good 25 mil. Yeah, left that's in, like left in the stamina. No flies on him, mate. Stem just sniffing over. around, sets up the chair and just flies over each time. That's a crack up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesse said, heard a story from a chippy about his client, came out and measured every bit of cut-off timber and demanded that the lineal meterage of timber cost be taken off the quote of the job. These offcuts were 100 mil to 300 mil. Holy... Oh. I could see that person. I would not have a beer with them. Nah, that's the problem working with people individually and not companies in that, eh? Like, you get some people like that and it, imagine dealing with that sort of fucker. Oh. Oh, mate. That's... Like, obviously, some people can take the piss. Yeah. Like, building-wise, but far out. Yeah, man. I just... um, Nigel said, I've seen a bloke wash tinfoil and reuse it. <laughs> <laughs> Nico reckons I had a mate at school who used to peel oranges in his pockets and no one would ask for a piece. <laughs> Surely that's a piss take or what? That's funny as fuck. But, yeah, let us know the tightest thing that you have seen because I reckon there would be some fucking rippers out there. There would be fucking There's some rippers, mate. So, yeah, let us know in the comments. It would be good. 
Oh. Uh, another thing I saw that I'm very jealous of, fireworks night or cracker night, whatever they call it in the NT, just happened. Oh, nice. How good's that shit? They, be I a feel few like less... we only spoke about this a couple of months ago. Do they have a few a year? No, I think or it's is only it only one. the one? I think it's only one. Probably spoke about it with... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> there's um, there'd be a few less fingers in the NT at the moment, I reckon. <laughs> After that, I, I wonder reckon, how many, I reckon they'd be pretty skilled up up there. I wonder how many fingers per year that they lose in the fucking that day though. There'd be at least a finger. There'd be a digit missing. Oh, 100 percent. Digit missing, easy. I never laugh so hard when fucking around with fireworks. Oh mate, it's a bloke thing. You, you're belly laughing. It's a bloke thing, eh? Just blowing shit. Something about like just throwing it into the room or into the car. Remember we and threw that. And your mates are in there and you just go, oh, get fucked. Because you know something's going to happen. Remember tying those row of Tom Thumbs to fucking Gus's camp chair when we were, and he just shit himself. And no, to talk, his ankle. Oh, to his ankle, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Through the, yeah. hundred Tom Thumbs going off and he's doing the fucking nut bush. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's one of those things, eh, that, um, and, hey, I'm all about it. One day, let people fucking do their thing with it. You know, and it's one of those things where take responsibility for your fucking self. It's the way the world's going. I can't believe it's still legal, but I'm pumped that it is because, hey, responsibly use the fireworks. If you don't, you will have no fingers and that is on you. That's how it should be, you know. People might learn, oh, next time I might not do that because I won't have any fingers. I reckon the risk outweighs the reward. Other What's way that? around. Actually. The reward out. Yeah, yeah. The One finger, mate, for the amount of laughs you can have. Fucking <laughs> get into it. But I just mean, like, it's the way the world's going. And it's like at work at a couple of these big companies. Oh, mate, cuts his hand with a um, wire wheel because he wasn't using the grinder properly. Now you got to wear Kevlar fucking sleeves, a welding jacket, two face shields, and have a fucking spotter because someone didn't do it properly. It's just teaching us all that it's everyone else's fault all the time, you know? That's back to the fires. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way the world's going, man. It's fucking... It's going to be a hard place to fucking live in 20 years' time. Holy... Uh, hard enough place now. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean, bro. Anyway, uh, now this was a beauty. A little alpha in the wild. So Dylan Stone messaged in here and he said, every time I finish a phone call, I end it with stay out of yourself. My young bloke started saying it at school and the missus and I call, got called in for a meeting to explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So yeah. what, he's, he's told the teacher? Well, he didn't say. He just said he got called in to explain. So he might have been telling other kids to stay out of themselves. But I'm just saying, I'm just picturing, hey, miss, stay out of yourself. Yeah. Oh. See you later, miss, stay out of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this is the best saying on planet Earth in my eyes because if someone ever blows up, you just say, mate, I'm just telling you to stay out of your own head. You know, like get your mind out of the gutter. And the other one I've also used is I said, oh, mate, it just means don't pick your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we first stumbled upon it, the saying? Yeah, I said it at the end of a phone call. Yeah. And then you guys thought it was funny and then started calling people. Yeah. Like where, who do you hear it from? My uncle. Yeah, nice. Shout out to you, Chris. Yeah, good on you, Chris. Because, mate, I still remember the first day that I stumbled on it when you said it. I rang all of my mates <laughs> just so I could use it at the end of the call. Yeah, you rang your old boy. Oh, that was hilarious, eh? That was gold. That was so good, old boy. All right, mate, stay out of yourself. Hey? What? 
Stay out of myself. Yeah, stay out of yourself, cunt. <laughs> and he just pissed himself. And then... Can I rang his brother and then he come back with fucking... Yeah, stay off your thumb. Yeah, get your finger out your ass. Oh, finger out your ass, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But so that just took off and it was like a viral sensation with all their mates. Like we all... It was like that mate then rang all of his mates just to say, stay out of yourself. And then it's just stuck, eh? It's such a great thing. So fucking funny, man. And it can be taken a few different ways and it's just however you perceive it. That's yeah. why like I always like to say if someone says, what's that mean? Whatever you want it to mean, bro. <laughs> I love how someone tapped me on the shoulder and go, I really love the quote on the back of your thing and I must have worn it to some sort of charity event or something yeah. like that. I really love your message. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. And that's where when we first went, holy, there's something in this. Because it is a thing to say stay out of yourself, as in like if you want to see it as a thing of... Release a bit of head yeah, noise. So stay out of your own head. Don't get too caught up in there. Stay out of yourself so we can run with that. But it also means get your finger out your ass. Yeah, stay off your thumb. <laughs> stay off your fucking thumb. So great saying, universal saying, one that can be used anywhere and perceived different ways. You're welcome. Um... Yeah, what do you reckon? Just a couple of carry-ons to finish off, Quino. Can do. You got? Definitely. Uh, I love this first one, by the way. This yeah. It's great. Right. <clears throat> Boys, Sir Dahl, Lord Queef and Professor Dutsky. <laughs> That's Barb's the Brisbane Horseman here, boys. And just off the back of this morning's episode, man flu season, we you three weapons are just talking about types of horses that you might be. I just need to do some correcting here. Some may say I have a little bit of knowledge in this arena. <laughs> Tommy, you called yourself a mule. Well, that just can't be correct. They're a fucking hybrid between a horse and a donkey, and they can't fucking produce, and it's obviously you breed like a fucking jackrabbit. <laughs> I'd more put you in the thoroughbred mould myself, bruss. Haven't seen you at your top in the past. You get into your work. You tend to leave the gate strong, and if there's a slow one in front of you, you pull out wide and get around them and run through the line strong. Hopefully old Yabby Pump's just got as much go as you do, brother. Oh, thanks, mate. Campodian. I tend to agree with Tommy on the Shetland theory, but for a different reason. If they're backed into a corner and aren't happy with what's going on, they tend to fucking explode and go off their tits. <laughs> but the Cordor's theory, I think, is a bit beyond it, bruss. I reckon you're more like a Norwegian fjord. Stallion, of course. Short legs, thick neck and a fucking workhorse. You can't stop you. You just work all day and stay the fuck over it all night. <laughs> And Quintrap, <laughs> I think you're definitely not a donkey, brother. The way you keep these other two weapons in check and on the straight and narrow, I think you're more like the majestic Clydesdale. Calm, quiet, cool and collected. Until you have to get into your work, then it's just no stopping you. And my money's on fucking the big Quintrex Clydesdale to stay the fuck over Moose. <laughs> anyway, that's my take on the three of you as horses. You tell me what you think. Stay out of yourselves. Yeah, very Fucking nice. Fucking very well done there, Barbary. Thank you, Barbary. Thank you, Barbary. That's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Love hearing a, a bloke from what he's known for, you know, getting into his horse work. I feel like he knows me. Yeah, must have listened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I think sometimes. I'm like, everyone just knows my whole life. <laughs> to a point, but... Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, there's definitely people portray what they think of you that's not who you are. Oh, 100%, mate. People think can think of what they want. And now I can guarantee you there's things about me that no one knows and they won't know. No. But I just mean, like, general day-to-day shit. 
like things my kids have done or something that you fucked up or something. Oh, like that. everyone knows, even root, like everyone knows about everything. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's a wild world we chose. Yeah. Oh, well, here we are, though, showing up in Quinn's lounge room. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking different, eh? I, I definitely feel like fucking Ron Jeremy about to go on the cars on the couch. Yeah. But it's one of those things, though, that you just have to make it make it happen. I was we actually do. talking to you guys before this, and my mindset has definitely changed for the better after doing this because I could have been – if this happened probably a year ago, I would have been kicking stones off it, spewing shitty at everyone, the real estate, the fucking ergon, the crackhead who drove into the pole. <laughs> but this morning we just had to make up a fucking thing and say, okay, we need to record an episode today. Let's pack our shit up. Whose place can we do it at? Quino, sweet, let's go. Pack the car up, stay positive. Here we are, smashing it out. Fucking happy days, you know. It was um, a crack up because in the first five minutes, we've fucking just shot off like Yabby Pumps Gunner. <laughs> and we're like, hang on, it's been five minutes. Let's just chill the fuck out. But then we rang Ergon and they pretty much had a message going, it doesn't look like it's going to be back on until 6 p.m. So that's bang, us, pack up. We're here, putting it on. Yeah, exactly. But no. if we didn't have anything, I oh, could be on in a couple of hours, could be this, we would have probably stalled. But Yeah, but it's just one of those things, eh? That we make just, moves. I, I, I just think the, the mindset for myself has definitely improved with this sort of thing. Like just, just realising that there's nothing really that can be fixed. No one spraying anyone isn't going to sort of help the situation and just go and get it done. Trust no one. Rely on no one. The calibre of the common cunt is so low. Yeah. Do you trust anyone? Yeah, I do. I do. A few people. Very fucking small circle. Mm. But not... No one... If I don't know you, no fucking way. Or if I've just met you, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> not a fucking chance. No. I wish I could say I do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think in this life, anything can happen. So, yeah. Keep your wits yeah. about Keep you. Keep your wits about no, you. I think it's a keep your circle We're small. human. And if I'm human and you think like me. Mm. I just think keep your circle small with who you trust. Definitely. That's, that's my thing. I definitely do trust people. I crack up at people that just will trust anyone. Yeah, that's why scammers are a thing, you fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that we've learned massively over the, the course of this is starting this and, and gaining popularity and stuff through it. Looking back at everyone who's come to an approach us with a opportunity or something along the way, there's been so many people who have tried to fucking milk us and shit like that. And we've been lucky enough that we haven't, as a group, you more so at the start than me. I probably would have rode off and got fucked over. But we've done well as a team here to fucking sort of see the people who are trying to milk us for fuck all. I know? respect someone that, like like Rogan, for example, that have done this himself mm. the whole way through. We would never be where we are if we didn't have each other to go off the back of it or reach out to other people. That's right. And having, like, the manager that, that come into That's the, right. our thing and, and knew the industry and shit like that, like you said, well, you just wouldn't have known. You just don't know. No. If you don't know an industry, you need to learn off something or someone. Otherwise, you're going to learn some big, valuable life lessons, which, like you said, that's why you respect other people who have done it their own way and learnt all this shit. Yeah. And, mate, we've learnt fucking heaps. 
since we started this. Like, it's crazy how much I know now about this whole industry, industry. and that. Definitely. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, Quinnith Paltrow. Greg here, the largest gland in Scotland. Greg. Just phoning up off the back of the Greg. premature ejaculation yarn for last week. It Aye. does affect people all around the world. Fuck, I'd know about it. I'm one of them. But over in this part of the world, we have different solutions rather than a bit of cream that just makes you not give a fuck about the world. But, um, I went to see the doctor, and as my last resort, we got given condoms with anaesthetic in them to numb me a little bit just to make me last a wee bit longer. You can kind of get rid of the feeling, but that's what the point of the anaesthetic. But me being the fast, forward thinking deviant that I am, decided I could probably wear them inside out and I don't even need to wake the wife up. See yes. Greg. Always delivers. Holy fuck, that was not where I thought that was sort of going. I thought he was proper telling us about his thing. I was going to say, fucking condoms numb it up enough as it is. Yeah, that's... Uh, shout out to you, Greg Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That was brilliant, Greg. Now we're saying that was a we joke. We shouldn't have to keep explaining ourselves, but he's... Big disclaimer, joke. Yeah. Just had to. Just messaging in with a bit of a out of boys for you here. Had the pleasure of running into a very sad, sore Tommy boy on his way home Monday at the airport. He was hung over the shit house, eyes like two pissiles in the snow. His flight delayed and every right to be a little more than fucking over it. But to his credit, as soon as I wanders up and says, Hey, Tommy, he's straight to his feet to shake me hand and have a chat. Great to see you talking the talk and walking the walk, mate. You're a good cunt, Tommy. Keep it up. world needs more of us. You do seem all right too, I suppose, Ken. But the jury's still out on that weird fucking key sheet, cunt. Give it up, boys. Catch us. Oh, good on you, mate. Fucking sweet as. It was nice to meet you. I think uh, my biggest thing here with the whole lot is I've got to remember the position that we're in whenever someone takes the time out of their day to come up and want to have a yarn to me for whatever reason mate i'll always give you me time if i can like i'll always give you me time because at the end of the day the world we live in now you guys are literally putting the food on my fucking kids plate and i really appreciate it so if the the littlest thing i can do is stop and fucking have a yarn with you mate then i'll do that any day of the week i can i they're the most respectful people come up, um, like Canyon Gorge, and they're like, oh, is this okay? Can we get a photo? Rah, rah. And then we've got a big group photo with them all out there. Mm. I'm just going, fucking how good's that? Because they, they can see me with your family, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I'm, going, I'm still going, we're out the fucking middle of nowhere. Mm. And we're still, oh, we're still getting peppered. Man, it <laughs> fucking great. really blows me away nowadays, like going, going places and stuff like that, the amount of people that you meet and like what you're doing. It's a fucking cool feeling. And like I said, I'm more pumped about... The community now, like, we've talked about it twice now already, but the the fire thing and people posting what they're doing and supporting each other and helping each other out. And I like the fact that now that bit of merch, it's not just merch to say, oh, listen to the Alpha Blokes or whatever. It's if you see someone else with that fucking merch on, then you know there's a bloke with at least a similar sort of mindset as a conversation starter, someone who might actually listen to your yarn and have a beer with you. Yeah, you'll, you'll agree on something. Yeah. That's right. You can have a fucking laugh anyway. Like as in there's something there and that's awesome because sometimes you might feel alone in this world 
everyone does at some point in their life. And who knows, man, that might be your thing one day. You might head to the pub feeling shit. You'll see a bloke in an alpha bloke's hat or a fucking hoodie and you might go, you know what, I might go hit up this bloke for a yarn or have a beer. Yeah. And I fucking hope that if you're the one with the hat on that gets approached, you have a beer with the bloke or lady, you know. That's what it's all about for me and I reckon it's great. Sweet. Is that, uh, that, that it, Quinner? Yeah, man. Sweet. Anyone got a joke? Yeah, yeah today. Yeah, <laughs> power pole. Haha. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say that. Today is the joke. But here we are, getting it done. Fucking oath. And um, like thanks, um, Quinn, Jesse. Yeah. Lending us your house. Yeah, that's right. Lending us the fucking lounge room here and uh, anytime and getting it done. So good stuff. I hope everyone has a fucking you know ripper rest of the week. Hope you all had a good weekend and um, yeah, stay the fuck out of yourself, please. <laughs>'Cause you heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code AlphaBlokes at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code AlphaBlokes at Manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.